I love the fall. I love the transition from hot weather to cold weather. In Iowa, we have chilly mornings and chilly evenings, but beautiful days. I love the changing of the leaves. I really enjoy fall activities with my family. I like going to the apple orchard and the pumpkin patches. I like drinking warm things like hot apple cider and hot cocoa. I'm someone who likes change most of the time. So I find these seasonal transitions pretty enjoyable. Fall is one of my favorite times of year. That being said, in my work, it's one of the busiest times of my year. I always say that October and November and then again in April are some of the busiest times in higher ed. And while I don't mind my life being full, being too busy can make me a bit twitchy. I long for the winter when things slow down, when it's okay to just stay in and work on being warm. So while I love change, because change oftentimes brings new things and I appreciate novelty, I see the hope and the possibility in changes. Change is also exhausting. And when we are in these transitional periods, when we are trying to figure out what is next, when we are trying to gain clarity, when we are trying to make sense of what has happened and what that means moving forward, setting goals while you are in transition is particularly challenging. And so today, I want to talk about something that has really helped my goals go, especially when I am in a period of transition, when things are a little bit fuzzy and I can't quite figure out which possibilities are the right ones for me moving forward. I like to retreat. So today's episode is all about why you should retreat. I'm going to talk to you about what retreats are, what you might expect if you go on a retreat, and the many, many benefits of taking a retreat in a busy world. Let's do this. Do you wanna feel less scattered and more focused, but the idea of goal setting sounds like adding more pressure to your already pressure-filled life? If so, welcome to the Plan Goal Plan Podcast. I'm Danielle McGew. I'm a professor, mom, planner addict, and recovering overachiever. After years of hustle and grind, I was tired of trying harder. I was ready to try easier. At the intersection of research, practice, and play, I found a purposeful path to planning and goal setting that is fun, simple, and sustainable. If you're ready to try easier, if you're ready to make memories and do meaningful work, grab a pen. I will equip you with tools and practices to clarify purpose, reclaim time, and achieve goals, playfully and lightly. Let's get started. Any of you all read the book, The War of Art? It came out, I want to say it, in 2011, and it's written by Stephen Pressfield. And I felt like in 2015, 2016, like everyone was talking about this book. And I sat down to read it, and y'all, I didn't get it. I was like, I don't know if I'm just not deep enough. Am I not? I, I don't know. And it wasn't clicking with me, and I felt like it should have been. I felt like this book should have been something that was right up my alley. And so I was kind of frustrated with myself for not getting it. Do any of you all ever have that with a book? Why do we do that to ourselves? So anyway, recently, Stephen Pressfield came out with another book called Put Your Ass Where Your Heart Wants to Be. And this made me giggle. But it also, it intrigued me because I'm really interested in how do we align our daily actions with our values? 
And I'm really interested in how do we use goal setting and planning as a way for us to do that. And so I was really interested in this book. And so I picked this book up to read it and and I got through it. It is written in really short chapters, which is nice. It's, it makes it really easy to read. In one of the early chapters, it says, move your ass to where your heart wants to be. And he is literally talking about moving, like where you live, where you reside, where's your residency. He says, to leave the town or city where you live and put yourself in the hub of whatever creative work that you're doing. And I read this and I was like, wow, that's extreme. Not everybody has a financial means to move. Moving is expensive. Also, moving is hard. But I will say, as someone who spent a lot of time researching habits, researching social change, researching individual change, if you want to make radical change in your life, radically changing your environment would help you. Surround yourself with new people, live in a new apartment or home. It's not terrible advice. It's just not necessarily advice that many people can probably act on right away. And I started to think about if I don't want to pick up and move, what are some other ways that I can create a radical change in my environment so that I can have the fresh perspective that I would need to make the radical changes in my life, to make the big, audacious, exciting changes in my life? And one of the first things that I thought of was retreats. Now, I want to recognize that the word retreat has been ruined by our places of work. All of these, we're going to have a departmental retreat, and it's just a really long meeting. I was really fortunate a few years ago, probably actually around the same time that I was reading The Art of War, I was part of a leadership academy at the university that I work at, and we would retreat every quarter. So every three to four months, we would gather together. Usually, it would begin would actually begin at our provost's home. We would eat dinner together. The next day, we would meet on campus, though in a space that isn't one where we typically were working or holding meetings, so it was kind of a fresh space. And the work that we would do at these retreats was very different than the work that we do daily at the university. It had a different pace, was really focused on our inner lives. And then after doing this for a year, we retreated for several days at Prairie Oaks Institute in Minnesota. Here we would stay overnight and we would spend several days together doing doing deep inner work. It was a wildly powerful experience for me and one of my very first experiences retreating, really retreating. So for today's episode, I want to share with you five reasons that I think that you should retreat. And if you hear this episode and you think, oh my goodness, I need to go on a retreat, but where do I even start? I wanted to share with you an upcoming retreat that you might like to know more about. It is being hosted by my life coach, Chris Johnson. He is an absolutely wonderful, wise, caring, loving, supportive human. I can't say enough good things about him. He is holding a retreat called Thresholds Living In and Beyond the in-between. This retreat will invite you to explore the liminal spaces of your life. So times of change, transition, uncertainty, possibility, and the discernment that needs to happen around what's to come. I know that this is going to be a wildly empowering, clarifying experience for those that participate. 
in it. Um, I actually cannot attend this fall, but I attend whenever I can. I went to one in May that was really filling for me. This retreat runs October 19th through Saturday, early afternoon, the 21st. I will make sure that I post in the show notes a link so that you can get on there and register. The retreat happens in Belle Plaine, Minnesota. It is a beautiful location. It is simple and comfortable and cozy. And so if you're looking for a retreat, I highly recommend it. So why should you retreat? One, you should retreat because retreats offer you an environment with less distractions. You get to be in a place with other people who have dedicated and committed a certain amount of time to being present and showing up to do self-work. There are all sorts of different types of retreats. If you want to do a retreat where you dance, you can find one. If you want to do one where you're doing yoga or meditation or walking, whatever it is that you desire, there is probably a retreat out there for you. But I find that regardless of what the retreat is, to retreat is to withdraw, to move away. So regardless of the type of retreat that you're attending, retreating will ask you to withdraw from the regular hubbub of life. It will allow you to move away from the regular responsibilities of life and to embrace whatever the experience is. It will invite you to put away the distractions, the stress of your everyday life. Be present to experience whatever you're being invited to experience. The second reason why I think that you should retreat is that retreats invite new ways of thinking. Just like the book, Put Your Ass Where Your Heart Wants to Be, and its advice to pick up and move, retreating invites you to be in a new place, and this allows for new ideas, new habits, new perspectives. You might find yourself gaining clarity on an issue that you've been struggling through. It might help you choose the right goals. Stepping away from distractions and putting yourself in a new environment is going to invite new perspectives. And it's wild how that might encourage a breakthrough for you. The third is it provides you an opportunity to relax, to rest. The retreats that I attend with Chris are really focused on human connection. How do you gather together in a way that is restful while also connective? You engage in a lot of silence, conversation, reflective work. You engage in deep listening, the process of discernment, and you feel really supported as you do those things. Retreats can be wildly restorative. Fourth, you connect with new people. I have met some of the most delightful human beings on these retreats, and because you're doing deep and meaningful work, you oftentimes skip the surface level conversation and get right to the meat of life. And it is so, there's something so lovely about sharing such intimate interactions with strangers. If you are someone that struggles getting vulnerable, there's something that's nice knowing that these strangers that you're just meeting, you have no obligation to continue your relationship with them after the retreat. And that could be really sad and you can continue those relationships oftentimes if you choose to. But there's also something powerful about recognizing that you don't have to. It might create space, the anonymity you need to be vulnerable. 
And finally, I think that retreats create an incredible space for a fresh start. You get that great fresh start energy. Sometimes, you know, we've been going and going and going and we get in a rut. It is so common. And so if you've experienced this, you're not alone for people to have incredible energy when they're starting out on a goal. But when you're in that messy middle, it can be mucky and it can be hard to keep your motivation up. And so sometimes having something like a retreat that can reinvigorate you, that can motivate you, that can connect you again, can be so incredibly important. So to recap, I think that retreats are a fantastic way to really get your goals going. Retreats provide you with a space where there's less distractions. They invite you to take on a new way of thinking. They push you into new perspectives. You can relax. You can feel restored. You can connect with other people. And it can give you that fresh start energy that you need, especially if you're in the murky middle of working towards a big goal. If you're looking for a retreat, I highly, highly recommend Thresholds Living In and Beyond the In-Between. It will be life-giving. It is going to be facilitated by one of my dear, dear friends and life coach, facilitator Chris Johnson. I believe that it will also be co-facilitated with educator and thought leader Karen Trail Johnson. And so it's going to be an amazing experience. But if this retreat isn't the right one for you, or depending on where you live, it may not be possible, find or make a retreat for yourself. Sometimes in order for us to change, we need to change our environments. And so I wish for you an environment that is calm, without distractions, ones that provide you with clarity, that invite you to grow and get curious, ones that restore and renew you, that connect you to yourself and to others, and give you the boost that you need for that breakthrough that's just around the corner. Be well, friends. If this podcast has inspired you, guided you, or just made you laugh, the number one way that you can thank me is by leaving a written review for the show over on Apple Podcasts. I'm seriously tickled every time that I hear from you all. So pop onto Instagram and follow Plan Go Plan and digital message me. I want to say hello. I want to geek out about all things planning and goal setting. Keep sensing the possibilities, y'all.